Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can sometimes be not easy, and tries to make it less not easy. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. So today we are going to talk about a topic which is near and dear to my heart, uh, and also to my stomach because it makes me nervous, uh, critiquing and giving notes and giving coverage and someone gives you your thing and says, does this suck? And how do you respond to that? Uh, in a good way. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, Melissa, do you like critiquing? Do you like giving notes and coverage and things? I love giving notes. It is it is one of my favorite things to do. Love, love, love it. I hate it. <laughs> I do it for the people I love because I love them. But it's it's always a challenge for me. I, I have, and then we'll go into this a little bit that I, uh, I I'm recovering terrible critiquer. So it's always a little. It's been something I've had to really grow on. It's, you know what, it, it is something that I think to some people it comes naturally and others it doesn't. And when you first start writing, you hear people say, well, oh, join a writer's group. or And then you're suddenly thrust into this, like, you have to give feedback on something. You're like, but I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to critique this? Yep. And that's what we're talking about is like, what do you do if you if you if people keep telling you you need to give feedback or you need to read somebody else's scripts and that's how you get better? Like, what are you actually looking at and how do you right. make that process beneficial for both parties? Because you can learn a lot by critiquing other Absolutely. people's work. Absolutely. Um, and so there are a couple things, and again, and I, and I can speak from a, a position of someone who has done this poorly and it has worked and is continuing to work on doing it better. Um, I, it, I'm going to confess in my past, I would look at a critique as a chance for me to show off what I know. So find what's wrong with this thing and show how I found all the things and I win because I found them all. That's mm-hmm. the worst. That's the worst. It's so bad. And I feel terrible. And I would like to apologize to everyone I've critiqued in that way. It's because it was, I made it all about me and that's not what it's not what it's for. Um, yeah, I, I came from a place of, of fear and lack of confidence and, well, we can get into that more later. But uh, yeah, so that's not the way to do it. You're, it's not a contest. It, it's not about you. It's how can you help this other person? And I have one technique that, um, and, and, I, oh, and I've also had, I have, you know, you've heard me rant before about how I think the way we teach writing, this whole critique from peers is the way to learn i don't think that's the right way it seems kind of bonkers to me but it's what happens and so we're going to talk about that yeah so for me i think the best way to critique something first of all is to have the mindset ahead of time that this piece is good if you go into it with the mindset of this piece is crap and i have to find out why you will not enjoy it you will not be able to enjoy it because you've got this thing like, oh, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. So even if the writer comes to you with, oh, I don't know, this is any good, you have to bring on your most magnanimous, Anne Lamott, positive mindset and say, no, this is beautiful. We just have to make it better, right? This is, I'm going to read this as if I'm reading something written by, um, I don't know, T.S. Eliot. This is a brilliant thing that I'm reading. And then... As you're reading, read it like a reader. Just read it. And as you're going, just take note of how you react. Just kind of like if you want to write it in the margins 
or just kind of keep a log or whatever, just to say, oh, that's interesting. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen next. Oh, that guy seems like a jerk. Oh, I'm, I like this person. Oh, I can really see that. That's an interesting thing. Um, oh, I'm, I'm getting a little bored here. I, I'm kind of frustrated. Um, just these those honest emotional, and I guess kind of cognitive reactions. Oh, I think that he's the he's the guilty one here. Um, you know, the kind of running commentary that if someone did it in a movie, you'd be like, could you shut up? <laughs> but here, you're going to give that sort of track um, as, as a reader, as an audience member, as someone consuming this stuff. Here's what, I'm, here's what I'm tasting as I eat your food. These are the notes I'm getting in this glass of wine. And, and you know, if you can tie that to the text, you know, as your, I would say as your first pass or maybe your only pass, I think that's going to give the person a lot of really valuable information. You're not showing them how you would write it. You're just taking it as a reader and sharing with them your experience of reading it. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's, um, I think it's perfect, right? <laughs> like, I think it's it's incredibly helpful because those are the things that a lot of people miss. They're the things that a lot of people, a lot of writers, I should say, think are beneath them and they're like they are trying to impress with their knowledge and so mm -hmm. they don't make those comments but that's where the the writer gets to say oh this thing was working because if you felt anxious at this point like maybe mm -hmm. that's what I wanted you to feel <laughs> if you felt frustrated or if you're like starting to believe this person is guilty that's good because that's what the intention is um so like those notes are really helpful what I find is almost even a step before, like I always ask people where they are in the process and what they want. Yes. Um, yes. And, I, and yes, like yes. getting that clarity of like, I think this is ready to go out the door. And then we're like, okay, so we're going to have this kind of edit, this kind of feedback versus mm -hmm. like, like there's nothing worse than thinking something's ready to go out the door and then tearing it all apart. <laughs> like, yeah. And being like, oh, well, like, I don't have time to rewrite the entire structure of this story because that's not the story like I'm set on the story but if they're in a first pass they might be like I don't know I'm exploring it do you think I should change POVs right they're gonna have different mm -hmm. needs and different desires and also I think it's helpful for me um I didn't do this until I started writing tv stuff but I ask about comps like I I want to know mm. what you're trying to do. So like, what is a book? What is a story? What is a, a TV show that you think is similar to the one you're trying to create or a couple? Because that helps mm -hmm. me know, is this supposed to be like slapstick? Is this supposed to be horror? Is it supposed to be cutesy? Is it supposed to be dark? Like, what are you yeah. trying to do? And like, once you have that, it's so much easier to give helpful notes because even though you might feel some kind of way about something that can be deprioritized if it doesn't yeah. help like where they are right now. Yeah. Boy, and, and there's nothing worse than you, you put this thing out and you, yeah, it comes back just top to bottom red and, and questions about, you know, like, well, this is really stupid. Why would they do that? There's no reason for this. You know, the, just this sort of negativity, like, oh, it's the I, worst. I was just trying to see if the concept works. Yeah, like, yeah I understand worst. it's not spelled right. <laughs> I understand it's not spelled right. Don't worry about it. like I know I haven't the 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 that I haven't worked out the logistics of where this person's standing and where this person's standing. But like, do you like the idea of this ghost playing poker? Is that <laughs> cool? Okay, good. That's what I need to know right now. Or, uh, you know, it's worse. Or you like you're ready to send this out, and they're like, yeah, no, this sounds like really fun. This is great. Like that's it. That's all you got for me. Right. So yeah, definitely level set beforehand. 
Like, what do you need from me? Where are you in the process? What sort of level do you want? Um, yeah, because because being too nice is also is just as bad as being too mean, because people read things and like, oh, this is wonderful. I'm like, well, thanks, but but I need something. Like, yeah. it's not perfect. I, <laughs> yeah. I know it's not perfect, and so like, I yeah, I can't stand when it's just like praise or fluff or like it's perfect it's wonderful i love it i'm like that doesn't help me at all although sometimes that's what you want right like there are some people i'll send something to is like i just need to know like just tell me it's good thank you <laughs> i just need that right now <laughs> or you might say tell me what's good about this right like that's the other thing is here's the because i have had that struggle where i read something and i'm like because like i said i'm not a good reviewer i tend to Especially if something's a more uh, for a more beginner writer, I get very frustrated with it. And so you want to be able to find the things that are good. Here's a great idea. I like this concept. I like this moment. These little tiny things can really be encouraging. Yeah, and you know what has has helped elevate my giving notes and also like interpreting notes and feedback is not just saying what's good or what's not good and not working, but giving a theory about why. And I know it doesn't necessarily have to be the right answer, but I think hearing another writer like talk through, like, I think this isn't working because of X, Y, Z, it's gonna give me some kind of insight around like where I went wrong, or it's gonna be like, oh, it's just gonna open more creative thinking for me around, well, like, I don't like their approach or I'm not sure I agree with that. But it like triggers five new ideas or options of like what's mm-hmm. not working. And like that's when they talk about you learn through critiquing. It's not just being able to point out things, but it's being able to say, I really like this and here's why I think it works well. Because then mm-hmm. the writer can replicate that and they know like as I'm editing it, oh, this one scene or this one piece is something I don't want to lose when I go back and do revisions because it is working so well. I once got a review. It was this great critique uh, for a short story I read or I wrote. And the, the critiquer said, all right, your story is like a cake with amazing frosting, but the cake's no good. So what we're going to do is we're going to scrape off the frosting. And we're going to keep this frosting. We love the frosting, but we got to rebake the cake. And I was like, oh, okay. So like she loved the world building, she loved all the the environment that you know the characters were all but that like the core uh, conflict wasn't strong enough, and so that's what she was trying to tell me. But it was so great to to kind of analyze it, to to understand why it works, why it doesn't. Uh, these these I messages, right? It's like when you, when you do this, I feel this. <laughs> you know, like I'm feeling confused right now, and I think it's because the you haven't explained this or I don't, I can't picture this or, or whatever. Yeah. I feel like that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> like I feel like the, the revisions that I'm doing right now, like today uh, on my script is that the cake and it's not, it's like the cake is just the, the wrong flavor. It's just a t- It's like my cake is yeah. chocolate. It needs to be chocolate mocha or chocolate peanut butter. Like, and there's just like, I have to go back a layer yeah. then. And Put, yeah, it's really coffee. powerful coffee to figure that cake. out, right? <laughs> that's the no, actually, that's the trick to a chocolate. You put a cup of coffee. See, in there it, you go. Anyway. Like, and I didn't do that. I gotta go back. <laughs> yeah, add a cup of coffee. That's what you need. And it's hard. You know, like it's not easy to do. And also, so when you are receiving a critique, understand that this is you know who you're getting a critique from, and 
you know, and you can look at their analysis and decide. You don't have to take everything they say as gospel. You're allowed to go, you know, A, you're completely off base. Like, I, I don't want to listen to it all. Yep. You're totally yep. allowed to do that. That's fine. Um, maybe not say that to their face because they just did you a favor. It takes a long time to do a critique. And so, you know, don't just argue with them right there like you're full of crap. And like, no, be like, oh, great. Thank you. Thank you. And then, you know, when you get home, throw out the garbage. Yeah, that's fine. Yep. Um, or to say, you know, in that analysis part, to say, okay, I was confused and I think it's because of this. You might look and say, no, I know why you were confused. You were confused because of that. And I'm going to change that. Mm -hmm. That's also a good thing to do. Unless this this is coming from, like, your editor, uh, and even then you can push back a little bit, you don't have to do everything they say. Especially when you get critiques from two different people and they conflict, because that happens all the time. Yeah, you, you then take that, and part of the writing process is you analyzing their analysis and making decisions from there. Which is why I like the reaction method to say, here's how they're feeling, here's how they're feeling, here's how they're feeling. I can look and see, is this, are they feeling the way I want them to feel? And then working from there. Yeah, now how do you feel about um, length? Like talking about like whether somebody's reading a few chapters at a time, if you're doing a book, or like the whole thing, or like what's your, what's your thoughts on that? And how do you make that yeah. an effective use of, you know, giving, giving a critique? I think if you're, I mean, it's hard to do the whole thing, right? Like if you're going to do the whole, if you're, if you're committing to read like for a whole, like a novel particularly, because those are long, mm -hmm. uh, that's probably the longest thing. Even a, even a screenplay isn't that long. Uh, uh, you, they go pretty fast. I, yeah, it's not. And yet they act like it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Um, the screenplay is not that long. It's a TV script, short story. Look, it's the novels. Those take some time. And I think it's best to see if you can go through the whole thing start to finish, maybe in chunks. Um, but if you're coming in in the middle, because sometimes you have to do that, you know, at least get some idea of what's the story of the show so far? Where are we? You know, what what do I need to know to understand what's happening? Uh, it, that said, they don't need to know everything because then you can just take that filter. Um, you know, they... they come back and say, well, this person's acting really strange and I don't know why. I'm like, well, you would if you'd read the other chapters, but you hadn't, so it's okay. I understand that. Yeah. Um, you know, like, okay, got that. But you definitely need to know, oh, especially you need to know if, like, you're reading something short, like, is this the beginning of something larger? Is this an uh, in, in encapsulated thing? Because then I need to know, like, is the ending satisfying? Like, well, it's not the ending. Like, oh, okay, well, that's why it's not satisfying. Um, but I think if you've got a long, like, a novel and you, you need it critiqued I think you need to, uh, that's a big commitment, right? You need to, you need to find someone you really trust and probably work together with. You critique their thing, they critique your thing, and you have deadlines and you have to keep each other on your deadlines um, so that you're not just sending stuff and you don't hear back because they haven't written anything. You know, that's, that's the hardest thing, I think. Um, but I think you could do whatever less, whatever length you want. You just have to, Again, it's all about communication, making sure you understand what you're critiquing, what you need to know. You know, like if I'm just looking for, you know, pace or something or, or grammar or, you know, just kind of a line edit just to make sure the language is good, I can give, you know, drop you in the middle. That's fine. But if we're talking about plot and character, well, I can't. I guess that's my point. Yeah. Well, and I have, what I've discovered too is that 
Uh, I have a couple of different writing groups and we each work, like each one works differently. So one is really like a finished draft and we read the draft from start to finish and they're usually scripts, sometimes mm -hmm. they're features. So features, for those who don't know, a feature is any, it was around 120 pages, maybe a little longer, sometimes a little shorter. Um, but that's pretty standard. A lot of white space on the pages. Mm, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the newer, like, there's, and that's the thing. I think writing, screenwriting has changed a lot. Like, so they like oh, white it? okay. spaces, but it's also, like, anyway, a whole other thing. Um, but my yeah. point is, like, that is something, that group is is very used to looking at a finished project from start to, like, finish, reading it, giving a reaction to that. But I have another group that um will read full scripts but like we also like share pitches we do concept mm -hmm. pages we read outlines outlining is very big and i've talked about that before mm -hmm. so like we will like workshop several times an outline before we start writing and the benefit of that is exactly what you're talking about like we know then what each person is trying to accomplish mm -hmm. or the different approaches and the changes and that sometimes even more helpful than like a blind reaction at the end because mm -hmm. I'm getting like real time feedback on like, is this the right path or like, Hey, I turned here and I decided yeah. to focus on this. And is this more intriguing than this other version? Um, so I think yeah. having that variety and again, being clear on the, I guess the, the desires or the needs or the expectations, it just makes it more efficient for you and you can communicate what you need and what you're looking for. But that summary helps, um, I mean, pilots are short, but they're also not because you have to build yeah. the whole series. Like, so, much to do. <laughs> it's like, so it's like it's deciding which moments go in the pilot and which is just backstory mm -hmm. that nobody will see, but you have to know. Yeah, that's that's great to have those different things because, yeah, there's so much to it than just read it. Is it any good? So. But there's and I think it's the most. Yeah, yeah, there is. That's true. There is a place for that. Is, is this any good? Yes. No. Just up, down. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think to, it helps just to kind of wrap up. I think it helps going into the critiquing process as the critique, uh, to not think of it as a grade, to not think of it as expecting praise or not, um, to not take it personally, to think of it as a mirror that you're bouncing off to get a reaction from. It's just a, like you're testing it. You're testing this thing out to see if it works. It's just a stress test. It's not an evaluation of your quality as a writer. Um, and if you're the critiquer, I'd say your job is to support the other, support the writer as much as possible to help them. Their success is your success. Make sure you're helping them however they need to. Yeah. I echo that so much. And also, you know, my writers groups are amazing. <laughs> I get a yeah, lot of my connections jealous. from them, a lot of introductions, a lot of job leads, a lot of like my very first pitch when I wrote a um, my novel um, before Seton Hill was from somebody in my writers group, right? That was like, this is really good. And you should talk to my my uh, agent. Right? <laughs> so, you so yeah, like, like oh, okay. you know what, like, if you show up and if you are intentional and if you do really good notes that you build really great relationships with the people in your group. Um, and those people, once you weed through all the other, the bad ones, like if you can find good ones, they will be with you for years um, and support yeah. you and grow with you in their careers as you do in yours. 
It's very important. It's hard to find, but when you do, hang on to it. Yep. It's like relationships. <laughs> All of that is so like relationships. <laughs> it it's is. crazy. Cool. All right. So we'll wrap up here. Um, just a couple little, uh, little business uh, to ask you guys to please, uh, if you're listening to this as a podcast, to leave a review um, and rate it. Uh, if you're uh, listening on YouTube, you know, smash that like and subscribe button. Um, you don't have to smash it. You can just gently tap it. That's fine, too. Um, but whatever you do, if you could spread the word, that'll help us out a lot, help other people find the podcast. Um, Melissa, we can find your stuff, your, um, you can start your Creatable Spaces Kickstarter. Um, and that's in Kickstarter. That's where you can pre-order the cool Creative Spaces cards, affirmation cards. If you want to say that better, I'll just cut out me babbling. That's fine. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can find the Creatable Spaces uh, Mindset Deck for Writers on Kickstarter or on my website, The Creatives Tarot. Great. Uh, so we'll just stop there and remind you all that writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.